How are you? I'm well. I just got over a cold, so I'm Did you really? literally quite well now. That's nice. Thank you. How many names have I known you by? Uh, at least ten, probably many, many more. Okay, though. so we're going to use your real name today. We're going to use okay. my real name. Which is Ian. Yes. Why didn't you always go by Ian? Um, it was kind of an accident. Uh, How is it kind of an accident? So I had this, I still have this pseudonym mm-hmm. Perth. on Perth on Facebook. And the original reason for that was because in high school, I didn't want my parents finding out that I had a Facebook profile. Oh, so that's why. That's why. So it had nothing to do with the comedy. It had nothing to do with the comedy. Okay. Then in college, I signed up for the comedy club, and I signed up via Facebook and I see. for an open mic, and the guy running a, the open mic was like, all right, Perth, and I had introduced myself beforehand as Ian, but he didn't remember that, so I just was like, I guess that's my name. But your name is intentionally difficult to pronounce, Perth. Yes. Please oh, pronounce it, thank you. Odu of Diorma. Why Perth Odu of Diorma? Um, I liked the name Perth. It means thorny bush. Okay. Uh, and Odu of Diorma is my family's ancient Irish name. So it is in a way a family name. It is in a way a family name. But Ian McDermott is a really great name. It is which a really is great your name. name. Yeah. I think I'm going to start going by it more. Okay. But you don't currently go by it. You still go by Perth, at least when it comes to Washington, D.C. for comedy. It's a, it's a little blurry. You Now I kind of go by a new name every set that I do. Which I love. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Is Mother Knuckle still alive? Mother Knuckle is not alive. Okay, Mother Knuckle. I knew you before Mother Knuckle? Yes. Okay. How did I initially see you? Was Did you show up in an open mic? Um, Maybe. I think you just reached out. To no, me, there's, uh, there's no, no way you, I just reached no, out. No, no, no. Yeah, I think, or was it through Andrew Bucket, maybe? Maybe. Somebody saw you. You were highly recommended or like, this guy's great. No oh. one else likes him. No offense. Yeah. Like, you're my cup of tea. And like, I would, I think I would have you on every time you had a thing to do. Yeah. Uh, I think what it might have been was I was doing my comedy at performance art shows at Hillier Art Space. Andrew Buchan and I were in similar shows. Yes. And I think maybe Yeah, that makes how. sense. Okay. So at the time you were doing very intricate things for free or no money, usually losing money every show, because you'd always have either props or you would pass out essentially pamphlets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, super, super religious stuff. Yeah, I was into that for some reason. Which I love. Yeah. Well, because you're blonde haired, blue eyes. You bear, you have a Jesus look in a good way. Thank you. Thank how old are you? It. I'm thirty. Oh, you're only 30? I just turned 30. That's a fun age. It is it's a fun, fun age. It's a nice, solid number. So I think you were doing this at, like, when I... 22. Yeah. Uh, I started doing it when I was 19. That's, okay. yeah, when I very first started. Where'd you go to college? UMD. Okay, so you were local the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are you glad you went to UMD? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because I don't have debt. <laughs> That's good. Don't laugh at that. That's important. No, yeah. I'm um, and you have a good job. I do have a good job. Where do you work? I work at the Hirshhorn Museum. What do you do at the Hirshhorn? I do a lot. Why are you of laughing at that? I, it's, not, it's hard to define. Uh, my main thing is I now work on the Hirshhorn app, which is okay. a AI-driven app where you can point your phone at a camera. Uh, you can point your camera phone at a 
painting, sure. it'll recognize it and then bring you more info on it. So it's kind of a museum guide. And I also feel like this helps with the comedy too because when you first started, it was all very tangible uh, stuff like it was paper mache heads or there were uh, pamphlets. And now there's a video component which looks gnarly and AI driven. That's, that's not AI driven at all. Um, it's sort of migraine inducing in a good way. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not like a, here's a pleasant field. It's more like here's a billion faces exploring at once. Is that yeah. kind of what you're Yeah, doing? that's what I go for. Okay. It's, yeah. Uh, why? Um, well, I my degree is in studio art. So I kind of wanted to make comedy art. Uh, but why the like hyper visuals and all that and just hyper performance? Uh I just that's that's what I it, I, I feel like I'm kind of reflecting what I've grown up in. Which okay, so is, what did you grow up in? Uh, just being born in 1989 is weird because I saw all of the analog stuff from the past and like was familiar with a lot of that. But then I went through the transition into the internet age, mm-hmm. and uh, that I felt the ramp up into that where everything felt like it started moving a lot faster and. So I think my work is just kind of reflecting that um, as sure. a way to observe it and maybe as a therapeutic way so of handling your, it. Is therapeutic way of handling what? Uh, just the feeling of overwhelm, I think. Do you feel I, overwhelmed? I feel overwhelmed. Not all the time, uh, but many times. Do you wish you lived in the woods and had a very solitary lifestyle? Sometimes. I, it's like half and half for me. Uh, I do need to like recharge alone uh, okay. as an introvert. But I also do need that like stimulation. Uh, okay. Yeah. What's your ideal schedule? How Get often it. would you be in the woods? How often would you be oh. in the city? How oh. often would you be on stage? I would How often say would you go to work? Would you work, etc.? I would split it up like do in like two or three months chunks. I would probably do, yeah, a quarter each. Quarter in the woods, quarter in the city. Performing what? No, half and half, half and half. Okay. Let's do half and half, but split it out up in three month chunks. I get that. And when I'm in the city, I'm performing, but when I'm in the woods, I'm creating. Where's your favorite place to perform? Uh, Lincoln. Lincoln Theater. Theater. Yeah. Why? Uh, the scale of it is very nice, and the feel of it, the historic feel. Well, I think you've only performed there for Benson Balls. I have. Very silly. Yeah. Yeah. That that so. is my ideal yeah, stage, but Wonderland Ballroom is okay. also because this is where I host a show. Yeah, and therefore I had no problem asking you to be here the first hour, the second hour they're open when they're going to be. Yeah. Thank you, by the way, uh, to your friend and to Carrie uh, for <laughs> for doing this because I knew it was going to be like this, and it's disheartening for a lot of people to do this. Kind oh, of I feel so disheartened. Fuck you. So um, for those shows at the Lincoln, I think you've actually like you've opened up for. Tim Heidecker, but not yes. Tim and Eric. Not Tim and Eric. And then you definitely, we put, put you on almost every year with Wham City. Yeah. Because to us, you guys are in the same field. Is right, that fair? Right. That is definitely fair. Okay. Do you like that comparison? Yes, I love it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you have no problem being like a Tim and Eric type of folk, yeah. Wham City type of folk. Though Wham City's not here anymore. They They're not, not even in Baltimore yeah. anymore. Do you feel like you have any peers right now? Yes, um, the peers have changed, uh, 
like I would consider Whamsity and Church Night, those were the peers like when I was really coming up in the scene. But now everyone that does my show here, um, Comedy Potluck, that has turned into sort of a community of like-minded comedy, which isn't really categorizable in a succinct way, but uh, it's everything from character bits to sketches to video work to just weird experimental stuff like I do. Would you worry more about your comedy if you didn't have the Hirschhorn job? Um, no. Do you feel like you have security in the job, therefore you're able to do the art that you want to do outside of work? In a way, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not the most secure because I'm a contractor still. But How many years have you been there? I've been there three years in July. That sucks. Yeah. So are you insured through them or no? No. You have to buy your own insurance. I have to buy my own insurance. That sucks. Yeah. Is there any likelihood of you getting employed by the museum itself? There is. Um, the one tricky thing is because it's like the Smithsonian is semi-government. They have to like go to Congress to create new jobs, and I have a very distinct job that doesn't really exist anywhere else, so it's a matter of like... So the likelihood of you getting a full-time job at the Smithsonian would probably increase with a different administration? With a different Mm, Congress? or Maybe, maybe not. Uh, It's not all just Congress, it's people like actually being actively trying to... It seems to to be the kind of job that you could really only have in a few cities, and DC is one of them. exactly. It's been very very hard for me to get a job that like fits me, and this is the first job I've had that actually fits. I think that you found anything that fits you in this field. AI-driven app, and you have a degree in studio art. I mean, it's pretty unique. Yeah, it's very niche. You happy? I am. Why? Uh, Because I'm able to be creative every day, but that creativity is going into different mediums, which I just have a tendency to do already. Do you like, do you still enjoy comedy from other people? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So you haven't feel like you've been sullied or like... No. Um, I've never really been into just straight up stand up, and so Mm -hmm. it's kind of rare that I laugh at stand-up shows and really any comedy show, so it tends to like need to be something very special to make me laugh, but I still appreciate stuff if I'm not laughing. Uh, why did Mother Knuckle end? Uh, Mason just wanted to stop comedy. Do you blame him? Do you still talk? No. No, no one no. no. no, no. Uh, were things amicable at the end or no? They were, but uh, I don't know what happened, really. I understand. People uh, grow. It's perfectly normal. Yeah. So I've just kind of... Are you okay to talk about that or no? I mean, I'd prefer not. So we could do a deep dive into that for 30 more minutes, (laughs) and then we'll go on to something else. Um, How much paper mache do you think you've made... Uh, in terms of, a, do you think you made a human being's worth of paper mache at this uh, point? In your absolutely. Life? Uh, a, 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 a jury. Have you made a dozen human beings based on paper mache? Maybe. I want to say ten, not ten, a dozen. Ten paper not mache. A dozen, yeah. Where do these things go? Like once you use them, yeah. like do you burn them? What, what happens? Some of them, uh, yeah. At least half of them have been thrown out. Uh, the other half just are laying about my house uh, in Tetris fashion because they're all made with cardboard so they're very stackable uh so i've got like a giant car uh just at the top of a bunch of random things my roommate 
Yeah, where do you live? Stored. I live right up uh, the street in Petworth. Yeah, so do you... Because I think when I first met you, you were in the su- far suburbs. Yeah, and you kept telling me to get out, which you were very right. I was right about that. Yeah. Why was I right about that? I'm, that wasn't sarcasm. Because the suburbs are awful. Okay, fair enough. But you grew up in the suburbs, I right? I grew up in the suburbs. Okay, did you... Do you miss that at all? No. Okay, fantastic. Um, how long have you been in Petworth? Uh, since 2016. So what, right when things got great with this country, you're like, it's time for me to live in Portworth. Great again. Great again. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, where are you in five years? Are you still in DC? Yeah, I think so. You want to be in DC. Yeah. Um, especially with this job at the Hirshhorn, uh, it seems to be going, my, my career seems to be going in the right direction. I don't know where That's it's great. going, but it feels like it's going the right way. Do you feel like you're an oddity when it comes to comedy and having a job outside of comedy that's like a nice job? Yes. Do you intentionally not talk about it or talk about it to people? Because once they find out, it seems very unique and good. Yeah, I don't like go out of my way to talk about it. I really only talk about it if someone asks what I do because like I don't want to like come off as I work at the Hershorn. No, but it's it's but it's also like hey, I work at the Hershorn. Right, like yeah. W- any association you have with that is probably positive. Yeah, yeah, it's a great conversation. Started. Did you hate Infinity Mirrors because of the crowds that brought them? It was so packed? Or it, or was it so cool and unique it was worth all those crowds? That was actually right before I started. Oh, so you're so, going to yeah. you're gonna have this but, whole new experience. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to experience the new. Uh, who's somebody that makes you laugh now? Uh, I'm a big fan of Joe Para. Joe Para. Yeah. Okay, Joe Para. I love Adult Swim. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all like Tim and Eric. Not at all like Wham City. Not at all like what you do. Yeah. Pretty much the opposite. Is it? Is like kind. Yeah. Normcore, yeah, yeah, quiet yeah, yeah, comedy. Yeah. Toned down. What is what? I love Joe Para too. What is it about Para that's doing it for you? He has found something that is. It's very genuine. It's. it's Which is the exact opposite of you. Right. And that's not a yeah, bad thing. Yeah. 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 It's. It's very. That is like what. I would define it as just like this, this a different style of comedy where he is being genuine to be genuine, and that's very nice. Would you ever consider doing that? I would, but I don't know if I could. Why? Because I have, I think, just I don't have that amount of calm in me that he really. Does. Well, yeah, no. My mind is always cranking, was which his might be, and like, you know. Sure. Doing what time do you wake up every day? Typically like nine. Okay, what time do you go to bed every day? One. Okay, so you're getting a good eight hours. Yeah, yeah. Healthy amount I like of my sleep. sleep. How often are you high? How often are you drunk? Uh, drunk, not s- too much, only like weekends typically. Sure. Um, high, just about every day. Every day. What time do you get high? Uh, like six to eight. A.M. or P.M. P.M. Okay, I thought you were yeah. very sleepy. No, I don't. I don't. So you don't. You don't go to work. High. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Um, do you do it to calm down your brain, or do you do it because it's a habit? It's a habit. Okay. Yeah. Does your brain operate differently? Are you calmer when you're not high or when you're high? Not, but only if I have. Huh. Well, no, not only. Uh, I'm calmest if I have not 
been smoking for a while. Okay. Like for days. Okay. <laughs> How often? So, okay. Do you have any desire to do that? Yes. This is not an intervention. Yes. Oh, you do have yeah. a desire to yeah. do this. This it's is now an intervention. Habit. It's, it's become like coffee in That's, a way. Yeah. How often are you drinking coffee? Because I think Every the last morning. time I yeah. saw you, oh, yeah. We were at yeah. the museum, and you were getting a coffee. I was getting my coffee. Yeah, I get two cups of coffee every day. The barista's there, know me. Okay, but that's well. not a lot. It's not a lot. Uh, yeah, but like, there, I get cappuccinos, which are like double shots. So, you're doing so really, I'm doing four I'm, cups a day. Four cups. I I also like drink a cup before going to work. So it's you five fun. cups a day. Yeah. And I'd like to not drink coffee, ideally. When was the last time you had no caffeine, no weed, no alcohol? Summer. This past summer. Wow. You and remember the day. Yeah, Mid-August. Why? Ge- general. Why, why do you remember the day? Uh, because it was a very calm period. Did you like that day? Yes. It wasn't a day. It was like two weeks. It was two weeks. Well, no. Two weeks for smoking, but coffee sure. came back, you know, a day. Why bring it back then? Because I think my brain needs those breaks. Your, the coffee breaks? Uh, the... All substance breaks. I think that's sure, no, that's what important. I'm saying. I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. Why did you go back to the other stuff then? If you liked those, if your oh, brain just, liked those. Just because I was like... Like I did it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. And then if you st- start back up again with any substance, then the effect is great. Are you seeing anyone right now? Not right now. Did your last person enjoy your comedy? Yes. Did that bring you together? Yes. Did that ultimately drive you apart? No. That's nice. Yes. Do you want to go deep into that, or do you want to go back to Mother? Yeah. That's like okay. Um, how's Petworth? Where do you go grocery shopping? I typically go to, yes! Organic Market on Organic Georgia. Organic Market on Georgia. Uh, but I try and go to the Farmer's Market uh, as much as I can. blonde hair, blue-eyed man living in Petworth. Yeah. Yeah, but the quality of produce is significantly greater at the farmer's market, and often much cheaper. Not a controversial statement in any way. Do you have a car? I do, but I barely ever use it. Why do you still have a car, then? Uh, Just Are you willing to sell your car today? No. Okay, fine. Um, Our last guest uh, lived in D.C. That's how I knew her. She lives in uh, Brooklyn right now. Uh, You don't go to Brooklyn that often. I don't. Why don't you travel more for comedy? Just laziness okay. and also being preoccupied with like other creative projects. Like that, what? Um, music videos. Okay. I'm currently working on a music video for Dave Klinger. Okay. Uh, then just like other, I mean, I'm, I've, I've always floated between comedy and art. Yeah. Uh, and I'm kind of, I go through cycles and I'm in more of an art cycle right now. Do you think uh, that's healthier? From the outside, I think that's much healthier. Yeah, for me. And I think you learn. Um, new things and then can apply those things in, when you you know swing back yeah. into the other field. Do you think there's a hesitancy of the art community to embrace the comedy community because they don't want to be considered a joke? I don't know if that's totally it. I mean, it would probably vary by sure. the communities, but uh, I think there's just not an awareness. And then there's also like the art world has a certain amount of pretension, uh, and so many aspiring artists are trying to like be this big, greater than you know, like a d- mythical human being. Uh, and comedy seems like a lowbrow approach to art, uh, even though it's not. Uh, and all art is the same, really, and there is no high or low. 
Yeah, but how many people will actually believe that? I mean, do you actually believe that? Yeah. Um, Have you always actually believed that? I think maybe in college I didn't believe it, but that was just, like, inexperience. Uh, but, yeah, like, everything exists within the context that it exists, and so that context can always shift, and so the definition for, like, what is high and low is always going to be able to shift. And so much of art throughout history has been driven just by money. Uh, like, even, you know, Renaissance paintings were funded by merchants uh, and that's what we see today with the art of course uh, so w would you ever want to like run a gallery that did both i don't think i have the ability to run a gallery but if i did have the ability yeah i'd definitely do that is there any dc artist that you really enjoy um yes alex braden do you alex, know him i don't uh, he's mainly a sound artist. Okay. Um, his wife also is a painter, a uh, very good painter. So how did you know, how do you know of Alex Brayden? We did a fellowship, uh, through Transformer, okay. the gallery. Um, we did this sound art, uh, fellowship, uh, back in 2014, I think. And we got to, there was this installation of speakers on one of the big walls at Artisphere. And we essentially treated the wall of speak speakers, it was like 14 channels or so, and we treated that sort of as like a movie screen, but for sound, so you could move sound through the speakers. And Sounds you know, awesome. Yeah. yeah, so I did a comedy thing, but he did a very artistic music. What mu was your comedy thing? Um, it was, you might have heard it at some point, it's this, it's basically a big commercial for coffee. Um, okay this coffee that is delivered to you in a catfish, inside a catfish, and you pour boiling water down the catfish's throat, it brews the coffee, and then it filters out its gills when you drop it in your mug. And it was like a 21-minute commercial, essentially. Two things. Yeah. Number one, have you seen the original Jim Henson coffee ads? Yes, okay. they're great. Number two, this is uh, a combination of two things Lynch did. David Lynch did. Oh. One is clearly Twin Peaks, uh, the coffee and the thermos, it's the fish right. thing. Right, I think I made a reference in it. And yeah. the second is, he did a, a series of art pieces uh, it's about, about deconstructing an animal and like about how you could reconstruct them. So be like, this is the chicken. And like he put the beak, and like he individually photographed, like here's the beak, here are the feet, etc. It sounds like a combination of those three things. Kind of. In a fun, like, in a fun way. In like a gnarly way. How yeah, many catfish yeah. did you use? Um, I tried to take photos and like the catfish I got I let it sit too long and it started rotting uh, and so that kind of turned me off uh, yeah. but you know it's sound art so I didn't need a actual catfish I didn't know about any of this other aspect of your life yeah do you intentionally keep them separate no I just like it just has never come up and it feels things. like it yeah. should though. yeah it should because what yeah. you're doing is I, I I don't know it seems very satisfying it is it's been a process. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've finally gotten somewhere now working at the Hirshhorn, but also like having a very solid sh continuing yeah. live show here. Do you look for, if a show goes poorly, do you care? No. That's the difference. Yeah. I wish I had that. Yeah. Uh, I think in the past I cared more, but now I'm just like, everything's just... Sure, sure. I've done I, it enough times that... It and you're matter. absolutely right. Yeah. But 
do you not care because you know you have a next thing on the calendar? Or because no matter what, you're doing what you want to do? Yeah, it's what I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. There, there has been, there's one situation a few years ago while I was working at the Hirshhorn. Uh, my former boss had like a going away party and everyone at the Hirshhorn came and sh so I used to work in Art Lab, which is the education space and Art Lab hires artists to be mentors for teens to teach them art. And so all of she, my former boss requested that all of the mentors perform in their various mediums. And so I did a comedy routine in front of all of these coworkers and I like just started half a year before and it didn't go that great. And it was also like noon when I did this, which is not a great time for comedy, in front of all these new coworkers. And, but I did a very artistic routine, but there's a surprising amount of not artistic or creative people that work at the museum. I would say that half, if not the majority, are very normal people, and I freaked some of them out. I was in the glove suit. Have you seen the glove suit? I have yeah. seen the glove suit. I, was, I came out in that, and like people were very confused. I love the glove yeah. I didn't know that the glove suit still exists. It doesn't exist okay. anymore. All of the gloves have, like started falling off. Yeah. I just looked like a malting, dead, dying Do you still bird. have the Cheeto suit? I do. That's yes. a, well, that's just like hard yeah. plastic, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 3D print. Do you have a 3D printer? I do, but I need to get a new power supply for it okay. because it won't start. I'm assuming you have the 3D printer for costumes and stuff like that. Yeah, and just out of curiosity. And like you print your own yeah. guns and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah that. Um, yeah, you seem probably fulfilled in a good, beautiful way. Yeah, you should see my room. Yeah? It's Is a, it clean? Is it well organized? Uh, no, no well, it's not? It's semi well organized, but it's definitely not clean right now. There are clothes everywhere. Um, but there are just devices everywhere. I've gotten really into synths in the past few years, so I've got like a synth rack, synthesizer rack, modular synths. Yeah. Uh, How often do you play? Uh, it's more like on a just job basis now. Okay. Where like if something comes up, I'm, I'm just like, oh, I could use that for a synth. But I am working on a routine. I just got a laptop, my first laptop. I've only ever had desktops. Isn't that crazy? That is kind yeah. of odd, yeah. But the laptop is back at Apple because I got it, and then a month later, it started restarting. Uh, sure. Yeah, because Apple makes really great products. Uh, so uh, that is currently being repaired. But I'm trying to do now move into a new form of comedy where I'm doing like live music projection and comedy all at the same time. So I'm playing an Ableton push, which is like a grid of buttons, yeah. and I'm programming it to create visuals that react when I press every button. So I've reverse engineered uh, Mavis Beacon, the uh, typing program. Um, so every time I play a note, it types a letter of a pre-written lyric and then, so I play an instrument, digital instrument, and then I sing the lyrics that have been quote unquote typed to the screen, and then I add a new digital instrument and they loop, and uh, they're new scenarios like in the typing program. So like there's a finger pressing a calculator and I created an algorithm that only spits, it, it generates random, uh, equations that all come out to either 666, uh, 
69,420 or 420 and 69 cents. And as it types, you see like a receipt, but the receipt is all like uh, arms trading uh, things. So like you just like see these prices for just weapons of various kinds. And so that's an example of a scenario that is on the screen. There are uh, five. I love that. Yes. I am so excited to see that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but your voice got a little bit higher. Like, like, I got oh, excited. You got excited. Yeah. You're clearly on the right path. Very number enthused. Um, number two, uh, you owe me some money because for a, a lot of years, I owned the URL 420-911-6969.com. Ah. So uh, that's my phone number. <laughs> if anyone has any problems, that's you call me at. It's your social security. That's my social also. security number. No, my social security number is uh, three eleven sixty nine. Ah. Uh, 1979, which is a reference yeah. to Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, that guy is on Alex Jones' show all the time. Great show. Watch it. Um, you're great. I am glad. Same that to you. I'm different than you. It's While you were describing that, all I could think about was the first few times that um, you were ever on this show or an open mic I ran or a different variety show, and you would be so well prepared, and even if people hated it, like you were bringing yourself joy, which brought me joy. And I think that I think there was only like one thing you've ever done wrong. It's like I don't like this, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was one of the like. Did you ever do a thing with like melting faces? It was a video thing. Yeah. That incorporated that, like something like that. Yeah, something like that. I, I just didn't like was. that. Yeah. Because I think it was like, well, there are kids here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if it's an all adults thing, it's like totally right. go for it. Go yeah. nuts. Back in college, I did a show for like the like family day, uh, and like our comedy club. Had a big stage, and it was a bad idea for yeah. me to go on. Yeah. But uh, how many times would we do a show together? Even now, probably with your own show. Hold on. Where there would be like one guy that's just like still talking about his dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're writing yeah. equations yeah. with jokes in that. Right. Reverse it. Yeah. That's not just like, wow, well, I jacked off at a blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, yeah. That's the opposite. What you're doing is so much yeah. better. And that's one thing I, I think early on was exploring a lot because, like, I was frustrated with a bunch of guys just, like, talking about their dicks. So I kind of flipped it, and I was – I kind of I, – I wore – I still sometimes wear spandex. And so, like, that was, like, a way to emasculate the really masculine men by being, like, a sexual some- – No, no, I know. I wasn't trying to stop you. I just – it relates back to Joe Para. Have you ever considered doing like super para inspired genuine comedy, but like wearing the Cheeto suit or wearing the glove suit? That's an idea. Like, could you like genuinely open up? I think, yeah, that could be that the way. way that I would do it. Yeah. yeah. I like doing things where there, one thing I really like about Wham City is they'll have certain elements to their routines that they won't address. There will be something really weird, like Alan Resnick will have some weird body deformity, yeah. but they won't call it out. It'll just exist as the reality um, that this routine is existing in. And so, yeah, having some routine where I'm dressed weird, but very nor- acting very normal, yeah, I could definitely approach yeah, that'd be that. fun. I'm, when are you gonna premiere the four no, the uh, the four twenty? Yeah, I keep saying it's gonna thing. be next month, but then it I keep sounds getting, so difficult. Yeah, it's yeah. I keep running into new problems, but also like new ideas where I'm like, oh, I gotta this do is this. So great. Now. Is this gonna turn into like an hour long video instead? 
No. It's it well, it's gonna be like fifteen minutes long, I think. The song. Which this is repetitive, is so but great. it's real. It's got a hook to it, so I think people will be fine. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, could you do me a favor and film it? Because there's no way in hell I'm ever going to make it that show. Oh, uh, yeah. It has nothing know. to do with you. Yeah. It has nothing Being to do with you. Being a dad. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you for doing this. I want to thank you for having me. Fantastic. It's been uh, great. Go home. Go work on your 38 cents and your car full of cardboard and paper mache, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. Um, man, I'm... I'm going to see what I can do to make you appear at one of the shows that BYT does so I could actually see the performance. Because if I'm there for work, it's a lot easier to just get out of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Also, I'm afraid of my young child seeing any of your art. So I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite guy is Francis Bacon, so like clearly it's not necessarily there, good for me. There are a few Francis Bacons up in the Hirsch Order. Right? Are there? Are there yeah. I know that there's one. Yeah, there's two. There's I two? Think. Yeah. Cool. Or three. There's, I know no. that there's one at the NGA. Yeah. And I, I don't, one of you guys have my favorite one. They're all like the same. Yeah. It's like here's a different. I hate myself. I'm destroying myself from the inside. Here's the Pope. You know, like I get it. I fucking love it. He's obsessed with mouths. Actually, I have in the Mavis Beacon a reference to Francis Bacon. Do you really? Yeah. So I've animated one of his paintings and like it's one of the like really mouthy ones, but when the mouth closes, it turns into a dinosaur. It's animated. So like it's chomping the words. So you don't know it's a Francis Bacon until it opens its mouth. That's so great. You'll, I, see, you'll see this at some point. I'm so excited. Thank you, Ian. Thank you. I'm going to take the microphone and shake your hand. Thank you. Elizabeth, take are you willing shake. to come up here? I'm not going to ask you to do stand-up because I'd be incredibly weird at this point. <laughs> Elizabeth, how are you? I love your jacket or your coat. Thank you. you yeah. Mm-hmm. Why 85? Are you a huge fan of the Chicago Bears 1985 season? So I got this jacket at a, um, like a theater a community theater was cleaning out their costumes. Yes. <laughs> Loft and I got this jacket from that. So it's from Mount Vernon, Ohio. Okay. Um, but that's a neighborhood also in Baltimore, which is where I'm from. Yes. And then it's kind of Orioles colors too. It's great. I really like it. I also love that the embroidery on it. So it's like a Letterman jacket. Yeah, yeah. This is a uh, an audio format yeah, so audio to format. describe what this jacket looks like. Um, but the name on it is J.R. Slaughter. Now, have also. you Googled J.R. Slaughter? I met an old woman who knew him. What? <laughs> yeah. How, what, did she, she dis- was, she was like, um, so I went to Kenyon College and there's like a couple of old women in the community who will just come to the sort of gym facility there sure. and will just walk around the track. Yeah, yeah. So that's the that's what they do for exercise. And so she saw me walking by, and she was like, "I, do you know him? I know him. Like, he's like my you know friend's kid or whatever. Like, yeah." D- did she give you any tidbits about J.R. Slaughter, which is an amazing name? No, <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, he played football." That's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Thanks, she was real just helpful like, old lady. Like, walk oh, around the track. I was just kind of surprised to be accosted. So I think I could have asked better questions. Have you ever th- uh, told someone that your name is Jr. so they would stop talking to you, and then then it backfired no. because it's on your coat? No, but I got really excited because um, there were two of these jackets and they matched, and so I got one and my friend got one, and I wanted us to go around and wear them at the same oh, time. Oh yeah, of course. And be like Slaughter's daughters, dude. Yeah. I thought that would be really cool. She um, thinks it's embarrassing to match with people. But, she, <laughs> so. it, but it also says Jr. Slaughter. Yeah. So Jr. had two Letterman coats. Yeah. What fucking maniac has I two don't Letterman know. coats? Yeah, and they had both been donated to the same costume loft, and I'm like, what are you going to do with two Letterman jackets? And they're matching. Come it's on. not like reverse. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 
Wow, what a turn yeah, this know, show right? has taken. Really exciting. Thanks for making it all the way down here. I yeah, really appreciate it. As you can see, I kind of warned you what it was going to be like, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> they don't feel as bad. No, I was expecting. How's Baltimore? Baltimore's good. It's cool. Yeah. Where do you live in Baltimore? I live um, in Better Waverly. Better um, Waverly. Yeah. Don't even look at regular Waverly. Just, <laughs> just kidding. But that's the name of the. It's a. Uh, Right next to Charles Village, basically. Okay, okay. So it's like over past Greenmount. Have you ever um, considered living in D.C.? That is a good question. A Thank little you. bit. <laughs> um, I the first summer I graduated, I worked in D.C., which is actually funny. I worked at the National Gallery. Oh, Art. really? Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite Francis Bacon piece of art? Oh, that's see. When I was working there, the whole Contemporary Wing was uh, under construction. Oh, and then so. I haven't. Yeah, you haven't gone seen back. any of them. No, no. <laughs> it's very different now. <laughs> yeah, I've heard they have a big rooster. Um, I've seen the rooster from driving by. Yes, but. Yeah, so uh, I was commuting from Baltimore every day, and I think there was like a time period where I was like, maybe I would move to D.C., but yeah. Baltimore being so close yeah. and um, having maybe a lower cost of living. Yeah, is not maybe. Like, it's a lower it's cost of living. It's definitely a lower cost what of living. What do you pay a month in rent? Our, uh, Jesse Mourner Rent pays $1,096 to live in Bushwick, Brooklyn with one roommate. Um, I pay, I think it's uh, $500. Uh, $99 yeah, that's, to uh, live with a roommate at a full house. Almost half. Yeah. A little more than half of what Jesse pays. Right. <laughs> yeah, but she lives in Brooklyn and you live in Baltimore. That's also true. Is that, do you prefer to live in Brooklyn? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> not quite yet. I think okay. that like eventually, you know, you think maybe you'll move to a different place, but. May I ask your age? Yeah, I'm 26. 26. Two 26-year-olds. Yeah, there you go. Right now, everyone's <laughs> age. Yeah. She's 30. I'm nice. older than everyone here. No, Jesse's 25. Perth's 30. You're 26. Yeah. I'm going to average the ages at the end of this thing, and I'm going to realize like it's like a 10-year age difference between me and all the guests. That's oh. not good. <laughs> That's not a good sign. Um, why'd you go to Kenyon College? I, well... My mom went there. That's um, nice. Yeah. Do you so still like your mom? I do still like my mom. That's really I nice. I hang out with her a lot. Uh, what does she think about the funny business? She's very supportive. Really? Yeah. She really likes it. Um, and my dad likes it too, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah, you have two supportive parents. Yeah, what's, what's the deal with I that? I know, right? It's very abnormal. Do they come <laughs> and see you perform? Yeah, they do. Um, do you alter your set in any way? Um... Maybe a little bit, not sure. not a lot, and that so that's been a thing. It's like my mom has been excited about it since the beginning. So a lot of my material, I don't think that people would necessarily think of it as clean comedy, yeah. but it technically is. Yeah, like uh, it's technically like any swearing can be taken out very sure. easily. Any like other stuff, it doesn't get too racy. I think I've known you as a comic for four years. About mm-hmm. how long have you been doing it? About four okay, years. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> have you gotten better? Yes. Congratulations. Thank I'm you proud so of you. much. Yeah. Proud of you. What a fucking dick <laughs> thing to say. Who in Baltimore is good right now? That's a good question. Thank um, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of really good people in Baltimore. I mean, we got really lucky too because we've had some people move to Baltimore. I mean, Eric Dodorian is living in Baltimore now, which is like such a get. You know, he was out in L.A. and he kind of shouldn't be in Baltimore. But yeah, that's a, that's kind of a sad <laughs> thing when you could just right. like name one person and you're like, he's so good, he shouldn't be here. Right. Maybe that's right. a bad sign of the scene. A little bit to a certain degree. I think it's growing a lot and it's become in the time that I've been doing comedy so much better of a place. And yeah. I think that, again, getting to like live in Baltimore, be able to 
go up multiple times a night, which didn't used to be possible. Multiple times a night? Yeah. That's great. Potentially. I mean, it depends on the night. Tuesdays, for sure. Great. Um, but, so, but there's seven nights of shows for you to go up. At. Yeah. That's are, great. Which is like not what it used to be like at all. Like, so that means you're not coming down here that much. Oh, I come down here a lot. But that's the thing, too, is like so that you get a different market and yeah. you get... Um, there are like good things. I think it's easier to get stage time in Baltimore, which can be really good for people who are growing. There's a little bit less gatekeeping, which is very... In Baltimore? In Baltimore. So there's more gatekeeping here. Oh, for sure. So you yes. don't like Sean Joyce is what you're saying. I didn't say that. I know. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> but I when you say when that. You, I've met him. He's very nice. I like Sean, I like Sean a lot. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying that like if you're starting out, I think yeah. no one knows you. No one like in cares about you in D.C. Yeah. It's hard for you to get stage time, which means it's hard for you to get... Better. Sure. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. Baltimore, there's potentially people are like pretty liberal with their stage time. You can get stage time. You might not get an audience all the time. Yeah. That's the other part of it. I so have in no DC, idea you're, you're more likely about. to have an audience to see you, depending on you know what's going on. I feel like middle of the day probably hard. One p.m. But show. <laughs> I get it. Um, uh, but yeah. But you're so you're happy there. I like it. Yeah. What do you do for work? I work at a museum. <laughs> I work at the, the Walters. Fuck? I work at the Walters Art Museum. That's awesome. Did, yeah. you, did you? Do you and Ian know each other or no. Perth? Seriously? No, we've never met yet. I like know who he is. That's weird. Yeah, I did not do that intentionally. Yeah, um, I know. I was like, oh, there you go, Hirshhorn. <laughs> what do you do at the museum? I work in um, education, so I do programming for like weekend activities. I do. I teach the summer camp full time when it's summer camp time. I help write lessons and. How old are the kids? Um, we do like it's an elementary school age okay. usually, and I also teach the like school field trips that come to the museum as well, which are mostly elementary. How age. much is the summer camp? Um, do you know? That is a good question. Off the top of my head, I think it's like three something a week. Um, okay, so it's more than daycare. You don't know the DC daycare prices? No. Get the fuck out. I know, here. right? I should um, leave. <laughs> Three thousand a week? Shit. All right. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, could I get a discount? Could you hook me know. up? I don't know. You could. <laughs> what the fuck? I am so. I am like the lowest on the totem pole for I'm, like full time people. I'm fucking. Um, around. But <laughs> I think I'm going <laughs> to try to do that though. I yeah. think I'm going to try to pull some press bullshit where I try uh -huh. to get my kid cheap like <laughs> summer, summer camp <laughs> prices. Be like, I'll yeah. write about it. Don't right, worry about yeah. it. We won't yeah. write about it. I'm going to fit to the museums. Yeah, that's weird. So do you like comedy more because your day is relatively calm? Um, I'm assuming it's calm because you're in a museum, but I don't actually know if it's calm. It, I mean, it can be kind of hectic, especially because, yeah. like, you know, you end up teaching, like, 50 kids that you don't know that you only get to talk to for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, there can be, like, kind of a lot of um, bustle with that. But I think, I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. I like... I like doing comedy because it's a. I like to perform and sure. I like to talk. So, do you yeah. want to have kids? I think at some point Does potentially dealing with fifty strange kids every two hours or so at work make you have any different ideas about kids? Definitely, I cool. think. Yeah, I think because I was also working as like an art teacher for a little bit as well yeah. too. So like it gives you just this whole different perspective. What's on your degree? In studio art. What the fuck? How is that? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I also did, like, my thesis was in um, weird video art, and I cited Wham City as, like, one of the... Did like, you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so you were when you started out, they were still in Baltimore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so would you see them a lot? Would you perform with them? Um, I'm trying to think if I've ever performed on a show with them. I definitely met them, and I went to a bunch of their shows, mm -hmm. but, like... Where would they perform? 
Uh, mostly The Crown. Okay. Yeah. And then I've seen them over at Metro Gallery also. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you could tell me if I'm right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are more shows like that in Baltimore than there are in D.C. Shows that are in more mixed-use spaces. Like The Wonderland's mm-hmm. Bar. I love The Wonderland. We're clearly in The Wonderland right now. Uh, but like there's DJs at night and yeah. there's um, occasionally there's a band here. But for the most part, this is a comedy stage, right? Mm-hmm. Where in Baltimore, it's like this is a weirdo stage. Yeah. And we're going to have drag queens one night. We're going to have comedy yeah. the next night. And, that, mm-hmm. and I think that that's great. Yeah. Are there more of those in Baltimore? I think so. Yeah. Okay. It's like more. Um, occasionally you'll get things that are like, it's just straight up a bar. Yeah. But a lot of the like actual kind of venues with real stages in them. Yeah. You are going to see like experimental music. Yes. DJ nights. Uh, uh, you know poetry readings, yeah. other things like that, and then also comedy if people are working to do comedy there. Have you performed in Philadelphia at all? A little bit. Do you yeah. like it? I do like it. It's hard to park. That's it my is hard <laughs> to park. <laughs> this is my one thing. He's from Philadelphia. Like, oh, cool. Is it hard I to park there, Carrie? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's hard to park there. It's hard to park there. Not so hard to park here. It, it's not that bad comparatively. No. Yeah. No. It Baltimore is medium. Yeah. Baltimore, I mean... Depending can be like just the easiest place to park, and that's also usually a bad sign because that's that right. not a lot of people are going to be. On the I show. didn't want to allude to that, <laughs> so you did that, and I want to yeah. thank you for doing that because yeah. you live there. Um, do you take pride in being from Baltimore? Um, to a certain degree, I mean, like I have a lot of jokes about being from Baltimore. Yeah. Um, but also like mostly about like kind of wrong ideas that people have about sure, Baltimore. Sure, sure, sure. I I think it's a good place to be from. I'm glad I'm from a city. I'm glad that I'm able to come back to a city and feel at home there. And then also, like, it's so close to so many things on the East Coast. I think this is a, it's a nice, it can be a a good place to grow up. But it's also, like, really based in racing class, huh? Are you you hitting your limit of Baltimore? It seems like you are. I don't know. I mean, I think that I could probably, like, I do feel like I'm making headway in some of the kinds of things that I'd like to do. And I think I have some ideas for like different show formats that I want to try. And I think that they would be easier to test in Baltimore before going to another place. Yeah, I'd agree and with I, that completely. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so, uh, hey, Ian, she has a studio art degree and works in a museum. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so <laughs> that's <laughs> fucked up. I'm very aware of you. Oh. Whoa, okay, that's whoa. So, for the pe- <laughs> so Ian is yeah. very aware of you. Okay. This cool. seems like a threat, maybe. <laughs> Which or the opposite of a threat, which I don't know the word oh, for no. that. Uh, that's just the way I live. Oh well, cool. Yeah. I'm a. I'm a. What's wrong? Is there something wrong with your pocket on that no. coat? Look, is there a hole in that coat? The lining is messed up, and the lining was messed up, and it's only gotten worse. And then also, full disclosure, I love this jacket. It's my favorite jacket. Yeah, I have great. spilled hot sauce in the pockets twice this month. This month. This month, which is what kind? Like, it was like real, the crystal like, hot sauce. To not go? again. Like, like packets. <laughs> no, like. Like bottles. Two bottles of hot sauce have the cap has come off. Same bottle. No, different. How are sauce. you living so recklessly? Is this a Baltimore <laughs> thing? No. Well, I do run a show where we make everyone eat hot sauce before they go on stage. I can't tell if you're joking. No, that's true. So that's so. This is a Baltimore thing. I mean, is I it do in it in Baltimore. Yeah, and it's the only show like this. Yeah, as far as I know, Baltimore yeah. thing. Okay, so then I guess congratulations. It's a Baltimore thing. Thank you. Yeah, one of them was just my personal bottle of hot sauce that I was going to put on my lunch and. What kind of hot sauce? What brand? It was like um, 
It was like a Caribbean like scotch bonnet sauce. Okay, and what was the other hot sauce that the other one was? So we had the hot sauce show. Um, We made everyone. So my boyfriend and I run it together, and we made our own hot sauce for it, which is super hot. That's so nice. It is really. Do you live with your boyfriend? No. But so who made? Where did you make the hot sauce? We made it at his apartment. Okay. Which was good because. Do you want to live with him? Could we just talk about this now? Uh, we've talked it. about it a little bit, I think. But how um, long have you been together? We have been together for. Uh, it'll be oh five, shit. Well, it'll be five years, but it. Uh, we also broke up for six months and then got back oh, together. Oh, I see. So I've, it's I've like kind there. of a weird. Yeah, you're a, you're yeah, a young yeah. adult. So I get yeah. it. What do you think of the not hit film Young Adult starring Charlize Theron? Um, I have not seen it. So yeah, it's on. I think it's on Netflix, right? No, Amazon Prime. It's on one of them. Maybe. Hmm. Are you subscribed to uh, the video streaming service Netflix? I am. Did you watch the show Love is Blind? No. Then you're not really subscribed to the video streaming service Netflix. No, I guess not. I've, I see a lot of people post about There's it. There's a reason. And they're excited. What kind of uh, hot sauce were you guys trying to emulate, uh, you and your boyfriend? Well, we also grow peppers. Oh, this is the best. So never leave. Like never <laughs> leave Baltimore. Where do you grow them? His place or your place? Um, I grow them at my parents' house. And then he like has set up a bunch of different he got really into like hydroponic like tanks or whatever and is so like how often is he high? Hey. <laughs> Look. Like now, yes, for sure. I mean he's sleeping right now. But <laughs> so yes. So we'll see. Um Do you get but, high? Not like really. Not, not like you really. got super into hydroponic plants. Or something no, like I don't. Okay. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> Let's go back to life. the peppers. Let's make this yeah. more pure. Um, but yeah, I we grow our peppers, and then I also like bought ke- peppers off of Kickstarter, and wait, they wait, got wait, wait, hold on, stop. You bought peppers off of yeah. Kickstarter. Why? Um, because they were a lot of super hot peppers, and you can't get those at the grocery store. You have I to go to farmers markets to like source peppers, but they had a wider variety. It was a like Kickstarter. A, it was like a crop share agreement kind of thing. So they wow. would like send you a box of like these super hot peppers. So you are not fucking around. No. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So how often this seems like yeah. you're making hot sauce more than once. Well, we've you know, when we first got the box of peppers, yes. we would give people just slices of the raw pepper. Oh, okay. And okay. then we pickled the peppers. And then we've been putting, then the pickled peppers start, stopped being that hot because the heat went into the vinegar. Mm-hmm. So we use the vinegar as the base. Do you, for the when sauce. you're pickling the peppers, are you making jardinera or are you just pickling peppers? We're just pickling peppers. Okay. Have yeah. you considered jardinera? Not really, but. Cons- keep an open mind, oh, is all okay. I'm saying. Oh, yeah, have you ever I'm made considering. kimchi? No. Do you have any desire to make kimchi? I would be kind of interested in making kimchi. I think kimchi's slightly higher on my list right now than making peppers. Yeah. I've been baking bread a lot in the last Ooh, year. Nice. Yeah. Getting into that fermentation and yeah, those I, cultures and I would never yeast. I, I don't want to say never, but I have no desire to make my own beer. Mm, I've done I mean? that. Yeah. I yeah, that I started doing that the same summer I started doing comedy. What and you're still doing brewing. one and not the other, I'm yeah, assuming. Kinda. It's a hassle. Yeah, it also doesn't seem worth it because I don't exactly know what I like for beer because oh, I seem okay, to like well more than yeah. like I just like beer. Yeah, that's not a good. That's just an alcoholic. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess once you're brewing beer and you're like, it all tastes good, bro. That's not a good sign. Yeah, and that's right. Yeah, I can yeah. see where you're going. Where the bread that. thing is helpful because like you're not an alcoholic if you eat bread if you have toast in the morning. Right, you just like bread. You just like bread. So yeah. I've been doing the bread thing a lot, and because I'm doing the bread thing a lot, I'm thinking about like my, like my wife made hot sauce mm-hmm. and she's created it. And I was there, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and and like the the pickling thing seems relatively easy. Yeah, that's why I ask about that. Yeah, that's all. 
Yeah. And end up doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But not like super complicated stuff. Like yeah. he's writing code to right. reverse engineer a thing. Yeah. So. You're making hot sauce. I would probably enjoy both for very, very different reasons. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? That's mm-hmm. all. Have you ever thought about writing code for a joke? I usually don't do things that involve too much math, to be yeah. honest, because it is not my favorite. Um, so, yeah. no, I have not thought about writing code for a joke. Have you ever thought about but doing video stuff? Yes. Because, like, that's your back, not your background, but, like, I mean, that's what I was that's yeah, your doing for my thesis. I think I got really burnt out on it, but I think we're kind of coming back around to it. My boyfriend works in video also. What so the fuck? I think we're, we've just been recently being like, oh, we should do that yeah. more or at all. Uh, Have you ever thought about setting up a store, but really the whole point of the store, well, you just do peppers and hot sauce, uh-huh. is to get people to enjoy your comedy? Oh, interesting. Kind of like, like Trojan ball. horse it in. Exactly. <laughs> Be like, you came here for the hot sauce, and but you're now here for the experimental you're art watching videos. these videos. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, think that I don't think it would work. No. I just like the it idea. It wouldn't be a good business model, no, but, but I think they'd let us do it in Baltimore, actually. <laughs> like they'd pay you to do like, it. Okay. I, I like Baltimore so much, and every time I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it the way it is? Um... That's a very broad question. Exactly. But, yeah. I know that. That's not helpful. <laughs> it's like, it's an interesting combination of a lot of different things where you have, um, like, a lot of, like, wealthy neighborhoods right next yes, to very poor I neighborhoods. Know. Kind of, like, almost like they're, like, making a little, like, checkerboard. Yeah. <laughs> and then you also uh, have a very, like, creative space. There's a lot of, like, universities there. Yeah. They're pumping money into certain areas. So, like, there are... You know, you if you want to do something creative, you can kind of find an avenue to do that. And yeah. there's a lot of like a very like a DIY kind of punk scene. You know, it's I love it. Yeah. But whenever else whenever I think of anywhere else in the country, I could say like, oh, that's the way it is because of that. Like Chicago's racist because of redlining. Like that's just right. how it is. And that happened in Baltimore too. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah. But Baltimore's yeah. got like so many different things and it's not like one bad thing. It's not like Mm-mm. it's not I'm not saying it's a yeah, bad yeah. thing. It's just like it's so unique in this aspect. We're like, Detroit, right. the industry left. Therefore, it's this. Right. Like, what the fuck and is like, that? Yeah. It's just amazing. No, for sure. Um, yeah. Why would you call me it now? You know, not you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Somebody that right, you know sure. what I'm right. doing. I know. That's silly. That's silly. The New York person. You know how no. they are. They're always yeah. New York, New York, New York. Get out for of here, sure. New York. Um, do you have any jacket buying advice? I think we should close on that. Jacket buying advice. I would say, hey... <laughs> Make sure it fits. Try it on. Oh, <laughs> controversial statement. <laughs> I know. You're not just buying stuff to buy oh, stuff. That's good. No. That's the Baltimore in you. Right. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I would say you should plug things, but clearly plugging doesn't matter. You should only talk about the things you want to talk about. Okay. I like you a lot. Thanks for thank doing you. this. Yeah, I hope I, I see you sooner it. rather than later. Yeah. We'll shake hands now. <laughs>